the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics, where the conversation always gives you a foundation that is built on biblical principles so you can intellectually and critically learn to weigh out decisions about life with truth, facts, contradictions, and the reality we live in and history. Covers topics like apologetics worldviews, contemporary culture, and the Word of God to help you articulate a defense for how to live your Christian life. See how you can get involved and support Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics by visiting ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com. That's ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com. Don't you know love, love can stay silent. It's got to wake the world. It's got to tell the truth. Welcome, and this morning I'm listening to um, Throughout All Ages Ministry. We go into the public high schools to build up the students' character to intellectually have them think about their worldview and weigh it with truth. It is so important um, with our students to really think about their worldview. A lot of kids grow up in a Christian home, but walk away from their faith because they really don't understand why they believe in what they believe in. Well, welcome. We are doing a series of widowhood, and I am very excited about my guest today. These two women have played an important role in my life um, when I walked down this road of widowhood. And um, the, my first guest is Tony. And as soon as she heard that I lost my husband, my husband graduated to heaven, she reached out to me right away and she showed up at Joe Celebration of Life. And as soon as I saw her, there was just this instant connection. Although I've known her for years, we understood that we were part of a club that no one wants to be a part of. And that instant connection, she was read. And what was so amazing is after Joe's celebration of life, she still continued reaching out to me, being in the fog of losing that the love of my life. And she didn't give up on me. And I needed that because honestly, I didn't know what I needed. But as we met and she encouraged me to go to grief share and I was unsure my second guest, she does a Widows of Worth group in Chino Hills, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. And God used both these women who do not know each other to God used them both to encourage me to go to Grief Share, which changed my life. Grief Share um, lets you know that what you are experiencing is normal and prepares you for things that are going to happen. And I came in to this journey right before the holidays. And we were, we were going to start going through a book called surviving the holidays. And that helped me so much before we start, I'm going to read this verse that is extremely, um, appropriate for this time. It's Isaiah 61. And it says that he has sent me 
to heal. He has sent Jesus to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, to open the prisoners who are bound, open the doors to the prisoners that are bound, to comfort all who mourn, to give them beauty from ashes, the oil of joy from mourning, the garment of praise to the spirit of heaviness, that we may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. And that's the whole purpose of this program today. We never understand what widowhood is about until we experience it ourselves. And we could talk with our spouses and say all these jokes or funny marks when our husbands are here, but it really, we really don't understand it until we experience it. And it's as though we go through the valley of the shadow of death, we shall fear no evil. We are going through a valley. There's no way around it. We have to go through it. And to go through it with Jesus, there is peace. There is a joy that we don't understand to be sad and happy all at the same time, sad and happy, or to have this peace and um, contentment. We can only get that through Jesus. And I am so excited about my guest today. Um, we're doing a four-week series of um, widowhood. And hi, Tony. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And I really want you to get into, um, tell us the details regarding your former husband, Kevin, and how he graduated to heaven. Well, uh, my husband, Kevin, uh, was the father of our three children. And um, on November 19th, 2015 it was a normal day just like any other day I was having a Bible study group the women in our home group over for a pre-thanksgiving dinner Um, I had everything laid out I made tri-tip and uh, we were all sitting around the table and my husband Kevin his favorite food on earth was my Um, homemade rolls so I had made those for the gals and um, he saw them of course as we were sitting around the dinner table and so he grabbed one and he said oh do we have any honey for these rolls and um, he he looked and I had put some honey on the table and also on a little table where we had our tea And so he pointed to the honey bottle on the table and said, honey number one, and then the other honey bottle, honey number two. And then he pointed to me and said, honey number three. And that was, those were the last words that he spoke to me. And so we continued with our dinner and uh, we were going to take a group picture So I wanted to have lipstick on, and my purse was in our bedroom. So I went to our bedroom door, and it was locked. And it was very unusual that the knob would be locked and not the pin right above. So I knocked on the door, and my son, who was in our computer room, said, Oh, Mom, Dad wasn't feeling good, and so he just went in to lay down. 
So I was a little irritated, to be honest. And so I went back, and then I came back just a few minutes later, and I'm just, you know, knocking loudly on the door. And then I thought, what is going on? So I went outside, went around, and peeked in our bedroom window from the outside. And I saw my husband stretched out uh, on the floor. And I knew something was really wrong. So I went back in the house, ran back in the house actually, and took a lollipop stick and popped the lock and went in and found my husband uh, with just an awful uh, look on his face. His face was dark purple. And as I rolled him over, I just, I just knew that he, he was gone. And so um, fortunately, one of the ladies in the group was a, uh, was a pediatrician. So I ran into the room where the ladies were, grabbed her. She came in and she started CPR on him. And my daughter also, who was recently certified with um, CPR, she started working on him. And it was just <laughs> awful. The paramedics got there and worked on him for 40 minutes. And the whole time, I just felt the peace of God, just the entire time. Um, because of my pediatrician friend being there, I was able to stand outside of the room and not have to be right in the room where my husband was and where they were working on him, which was a terrible sight. And she fielded all the medical questions. So I, uh, my friends and I were praying outside the room. And my husband was always looking up. He was always ready to go to his heavenly home. And um, I looked up to the ceiling and just said, Kevin, if you want to come back, please do, because I know I've heard stories about how um, those that have died, sometimes they're hovering in between heaven and earth. And so I just wanted to ask him to come back if he wanted to. And all my friends surrounded me, uh, the home group ladies, and were just praying with me. We were all begging God to bring him back. Finally, the paramedic came and said, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. Well, my pastor had arrived, and um, he just took over, and there was a sheriff outside my bedroom door. We couldn't go see my husband because they thought, wow, somebody who's this young, 57, you know, they thought, wow, did did foul play happen? And uh, so anyway, my whole home group, just surrounded me. And this is the time where you want to have a group of people that are in your life and are really uh, solidly walking with you. And that's what I had. And um, so they um, just prayed with me. They stayed with me. They did uh, eventually bring my husband out on a gurney. And we said, my children and I wanted to say goodbye to him. So we were able to say goodbye to him. And then my children and I held hands and walked him out to the van. Mm. And our home group walked with us. So, Wow. 
And how many years ago was this, Tony? It will be seven years okay. um, this coming November. Okay. So briefly, can you share, um, God really put you in an amazing position of um, a facilitating grief share, but something even more happened um, that is amazing, turning beauty from ashes. So God brought an amazing man into your life. Um, how many years ago? It was uh, three years ago. Okay, tell me a little bit about that. Well, we had known each other 30 years ago. Uh, he had also known my husband. We were at a Skyline in a Skyline Careers group together, and uh, we just got into contact, and one thing led to another, and we did get married two years ago. Oh, how lovely. And how did that work with your kids? You have three three children? Three adult children, three adult, yes. How did that work? Because I know um, coming in, coming to a family, how did that work with your children? It, my children, when I first started dating him, um, Skip took each of the kids out individually and said, I just want to let you know I want to date your mother, um, and I'm not trying to replace your father. So that was really good. But, you know, especially my second daughter uh, was very reluctant. Um, but as time went on, Skip came to our home group, and they all fell in love with him, just like I did at mm -hmm. the same time. So it was really wonderful, but we gave it a lot of time and let the kids have time to get used to the idea. Yeah. And then you ha when, it, when did you guys get married? It was two years ago, November mm -hmm. the 14th. And you are now continuing to sh uh, facilitate Grief Share classes. Do you want to share how someone can get involved in Grief Share? Sure. Uh, I attended Grief Share about two months after my first husband passed away. And I just, I don't know what I would have done without it. It really gave me the tools I needed to walk through that path of grieving uh, in a healthy way and to heal. Um, Grief Share's slogan is from mourning to joy. And I found that to be the case for me, I'm no longer in that heavy, heavy season of grieving since it's been seven years, but it took a lot of work to get there. Um, so if anybody's interested in Grief Share, it, you would go to griefshare.org, and it'll give you all kinds of information. It also has a listing of the classes that are available. The class I'm currently helping lead is at Foothills Christian Church at 6.30 on Monday evenings. And uh, we just watch a, a very informational video, and then we also uh, share about what God's doing in our lives. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit always meets us. That it's is a beautiful, great. beautiful thing. Oh. So I would recommend it to anyone. Um, it was a very, very important part in my healing process. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, Tony. And I just find it so amazing as we go through grief. And then one thing Tony said in the classes, we would go around the room introducing each other. She, when I came into her class, she says, I'm on the other side of grief. And one day I was just having a real hard day. I'm like, Tony, can you please explain what the other side of grief looks like? And, and she did, she did explain it to me, but I, 
But that doesn't mean that I don't still have poignant moments Mm -hmm. where I get triggered. You know, my son just got married, my youngest son, and my husband wasn't at the wedding. And he just got married in September. And of course I cried that morning. And my oldest daughter got married just a year after he passed away. And that was a very, very um, hard moment for me. So I do have those times, but I'm not in the heavy, heavy grief. Grief share really helped me to be able to process. Yeah. And it really taught me is when we need to cry, cry. And then we get up refreshed. And I love that. Thank you so much, Tony. And I'm going to go ahead and move into Diane, my other wonderful sister. And um, we actually met at um, at the Ambassadors Academy with Ray Comfort in 2019. And we had mutual friends. My brother and sister-in-law knew her. And we just hit it off. So that was in 2019. In 2020, Her husband went home to be with the Lord. And then 21, uh, my husband went home to be with the Lord. And when she found out, she called me right away and she gave me this text, call me right away. And um, I did. I need to be told what to do because I just really didn't know what to do at that time. And she encouraged me. Hello, Diane. Thank you for being my guest today. (laughs) Thank you, Stacey. So, sweetie, briefly, can you tell me how um, your husband went home to be with the Lord? I can. And coincidentally, my hus- my first husband's name is Kevin also. And so uh, my husband and I were married for 34 years, and we have four adult children. Uh, three of them are married. We have three uh, beautiful grandchildren, two uh, that he knew. Uh, and one that was born after after he went to heaven. And so in uh, June of 2020, Kev was, he had a little bit of, his stomach bothered him, and he asked me to take him to the emergency room, which never, ever, ever happened in 34 years, ever. And so I took him, and they did an ultrasound on his stomach, and they discovered that there were uh, many tumors all over the place in his stomach. Um, he was only 55 at the time, and so we got the diagnosis uh, that he had stage 4 stomach cancer, and they gave him a six-month to three-year window. Uh, we came right home, and uh, immediately we just started banging on heaven's doors, uh, asking the Lord to do a miracle, because uh, at the time, both my husband and I are police chaplains and Billy Graham chaplains. Uh, and so we were in ministry up to our ears, uh, just having such a, a sweet, just so many sweet opportunities as a married couple, because as a married couple being chaplains, it opens the door everywhere. There's like no door that can be shut because we're male and female. We can go into any situation together. And so when he got this diagnosis, we're like, okay, Lord, um, we know, we know that nothing comes to us that has not pass through your loving hands. And so we trusted. We trusted that God was going to do something incredible. Well, God did. And in 30 days, Kev got to go home. And uh, he got to hear those wonderful words, well done, my good and faithful servant. And so after 30 days of that moment, um, and I can't even imagine, Tony, just one moment, 
he's here and one moment he's gone, as was your yeah. uh, situation. And with him also being young at 57, and my heart just uh, reaches out to you, sister, and, and knowing that that had to have been just probably one of the most <clears throat> difficult things you've ever gone through. And so uh, after Kev went home, uh, I we had been attending Calvary Chapel La Palma, and I wanted to go someplace um, that had many, many more opportunities. We were a very, very tiny fellowship. And so before my husband had, had passed away, we had been going to Calvary Chapel Chino Hills for their law enforcement fellowship that we were a part of, that we had been doing that for over a year on Saturdays. And so that was in my heart that I'm just going to go there. And so I, it's 30 miles from my home, but I thought that's it. So the first Sunday that I went there, the Seasons of Grief was announced. It was going to be starting uh, in three weeks. So within one month, I was in a Seasons of Grief, which is, is it's very similar to Grief Share uh, at Calvary Chapel Chino Hills. And it was at that time that the Lord used a lot of the things and all of the trainings that I had already received, the 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 people that my husband and I had been dealing with primarily were people who had lost their loved. We were sitting in homes with people and their deceased loved one for hours. Uh, for for several years, we had been doing this. So all of those conversations that one might have about if I die, when I die, we had had those conversations. So as as a when I think back how God had prepared me for this moment, because our, our hope was that we get raptured at the same time. <laughs> Nobody wants to go first. Nobody wants to send someone to heaven first and, and remain. But at the same time, you want to love your spouse enough to say, I want you to go first. I don't want you to be here without me because that's very difficult. And so um, we had always said that. Uh, if if you love your spouse, always pray that they go first. It was always that was we would challenge people with that phrase, not knowing that we ourselves were going to live that. Mm-hmm. So uh, those those moments uh, during that that month long period and then after uh, were very significant. When we came to when I came to Calvary Chapel Chino Hills, my very 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 first question was. Do you have a widow's ministry? And the response was, not yet. And so I started praying. I started asking the Lord, Lord, if you, I know I'm a new widow. I'm only 54. I know. I, I met my husband when I was 19. I was married all my whole life. I, but I know, God, that you have a use for this pain. You have a use for this, this is struggle that I'm in. And I know, God, you don't waste anything. And so it was at that time when the Lord put that in my mind, and it was uh, just maybe six months later when I was approached and asked if I would be willing with another widow to start something for the widows. And my question was, tell me how long you've been praying about this ministry. And they said, for 12 years. (laughs) Wow, I thought 12 years. So in my kind of crazy brain, I thought, Lord, how are you preparing me 12 years ago in 2009? What was going on that you were equipping me? And so it was in 2009 when my husband and I first became chaplains. And so I'm like, I'm trying to look at all these crazy puzzle pieces that God has been putting together in 
in my life and how he has very strategically equipped me for this ministry. And it's overwhelming and extremely humbling. <clears throat> so that's, that is, and so that is how well God started Widows of Worth. Uh, when, when they paired me with this beautiful widow, uh, her name is Kathy. She's my partner who we had a, just, we hit it off in that our heart was we wanted to provide a place for women to, to not, not just grieve, but to walk through with other widows to be encouraged, to have fellowship, to worship, to to not be living in the past, but looking to what is it that God has for you today, in this present day. What is it that God's doing and equipping you for? I love so. that, um, Diane, um, because sometimes um, we can live in the past and get stuck, and we have to look right. towards the future and um, healthy ways of grief. I think is being around women who have experienced this, um, that it is a little ahead of, um, us personally, like you two were. And, uh, at the widows of worth meet every second Friday of every month. And, um, as we're getting, wrapping this up, Diane, please share something excited happened in your life. God brought an awesome man of God your way. Can you mm -hmm. just touch on that? Yes. And so uh, last year, it had just been a, a year and a, a few months after my husband went home. Uh, I met a, a man at church. Uh, his wife had, had died five, five months after uh, my husband. So we both lost our spouses in 2020. He was married 24 years. I was married 34 years. Uh, he's just a, a few years older than I am. But man, what I saw in this, in this man, his heart, um, for God, which just, uh, I did not, this, it's the strangest thing. And I know you understand, Tony, that you don't ever think when you marry and you're in it for your whole life, this is the love of your life. You don't think that, how, how could there be someone else that you would feel, uh, those, those feelings of, of love and partnership and oneness with? And so, for me, it was such a testimony of God's um, ability to redeem those hard, those hard, difficult things. So uh, I met my husband, my current husband. We got married in May of this year. So um, uh, I, I love to think that God is always, always uh, redoing and remaking things in, into a different, beautiful vessel. And so... I'm grateful that he is the potter and I am the clay. How beautiful. So what now? <laughs> How is he? We're both. Oh, well, you know, I know we could talk all day about this on what God yeah. has done in our lives, but I want to leave us with a verse because as we draw close to God, he will draw close to us. And um, there's this verse that's on my heart because I find that I want to hunger and thirst after righteousness because mm -hmm. I find mm -hmm. so much peace there. And daily we should ask, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit in me. Mm -hmm. That's Psalms 51.10. You know, God did turn beauty from ashes in these girls' lives. 
and we have hope. Yes, there is mourning, there is sorrow and grief, but when we cling to Jesus and there's that storm going around us with the loss of our loved ones and um, the storms of just life, trials and tribulations, our family, ministry, we got to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus because he understands what we're going through. So please get plugged in with a Grief Share class near you. Go to griefshare.org. And I thank you, Tony and um, Diane, for being on today. Thank I you. love you guys so much. <laughs> and um, mm, hope thank it's a you, pleasure. Thank yeah, God it's bless. This has been Throughout All Ages 1530 Apologetics. You can learn more about your host, Stacy Gaona, and how to support and get involved with 1530 Apologetics by visiting ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com. That's ThroughoutAllAgesMinistries.com. Join Stacy again next week. Look for Stacy on any podcast platform under Throughout All Ages. Please subscribe and leave a review. So I won't let the world around us tell me what to think or say or do. You know it's true. So don't you know love, love can't stay silent. It's got to Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.